Y'all see me? Cause I was trying to make sure like everything was right. Hold up. I'm trying to find my intro song. You know, we got to play that first and foremost. Hey everybody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it has been such a long week and I feel like, um, I don't know. I just feel like everything is so off. I'm trying to like get everything right, but it's getting late. So you know what? We're not going to do the intro song. Sorry about that. I thought I had it all set up, but I don't. It was another track. But can y'all hear me though? Let me make sure y'all can hear me. Okay, good. Hey y'all. Oh my gosh, it's been such a long week. Okay, I'm sorry I did not have the intro ready. I thought it was ready, but I didn't have the thing clicked. Child, we're just gonna get on with the show because it's late, y'all. It's already almost eight o'clock. Y'all know I hate coming on super late, but I had to like stop and talk to somebody really quick about some stuff. Um, because I have been so out the loop. Um, for y'all who don't know, I was in the hospital. Gosh, it was Friday was just horrible. Um, I'm not gonna go through everything that happened, but I was in the hospital. Um, God is good. I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? I made it out. So um, that's where I've been. I just had to take care of myself. I had to just take some time off to just kind of regroup and refocus and get my health back right. And um, last time I was online, I had released my deep dive and that was a lot. That took a lot out of me emotionally. I had released my deep dive about the age of Aquarius. So if you guys have not watched it, um, it is available. I have posted all the links on the YouTube membership page, on Discord and on Patreon, so it's available. For the people who have watched it, thank you guys so much for the feedback because y'all know I go hard with my deep dives. They take a lot of work and it was very emotional for me. I broke down several times while editing. So I just think it was just a lot of stress. It was just so much stuff, but I ended up in the hospital um, last Friday. So I'm still kind of like, ugh, you know what I mean? I'm trying to like get back to like my old self and feel all the way 100%. So we had a Zoom meeting yesterday, so that went really, really good. It was good to see everybody on Discord um, yesterday. Um, so just wanted to make that announcement. Another announcement. Um, let me see here. Jamarian says the deep dive was a chef's kiss. Mwah! Thank you so much for the feedback. I'm so glad you enjoyed the deep dive. I just been really enjoying the feedback from everybody. Um, you know, a lot of people wanted me to do a YouTube video concerning the whole Gaza Israel situation. And I'm never going to put my thoughts and, you know, the things I feel about such an important topic on YouTube. I'm not dealing with the censorship or the nonsense. So if you want to know how I feel and emotionally what's going on in my head and heart, go watch the deep dive um, on one of those paid sites because it will not be on YouTube. I don't post any of my deep dives on YouTube. So for all y'all who got a chance to watch it, thank you guys so much. Um, another announcement, um, I have new Ugly Christmas sweaters coming out, like the Ugly Christmas uh, sweatshirts. So um, Jennifer, AKA Honey Chama, she has been working on them and we were finishing that up before like everything happened. So um, I'll probably have them released probably sometime next week. Um, so I will keep you guys posted. It'll be released during my next live stream. So they're really cute too. So I really like them. Um, we worked hard creating it. So I hope you guys like it. Um, so yeah, that's just a few things I wanted to announce real quick. So thank y'all for being here. Um, let's see, somebody just sent a super chat. Stacy sent $10. 
She says, welcome back. Thank God for keeping you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I'm glad you could join me tonight. I know it's kind of late. It's been a long day. So there's a lot to talk about. Like I said, I've been trying to catch up, but I swear you miss a few days off of the internet. It's like just, I felt like I logged online and everything just exploded. I'm like trying to catch up. I'm like, what the hell is going on with Krishan and Tamar and James? And then you had the Kiki Palmer situation. It's just been so much. And I'm like trying to catch up and talk to people and get the tea. So it's been insane, but I'm going to try and break it down. Y'all can help me because y'all been here throughout the week. I know Madi has been posting and, um, you know, keeping y'all up on like my Instagram and everything. Um, so she's been the one posting. I have not been online at all. But um, so let's go ahead and talk about the whole Krishan and Tamar situation, because this to me is like the craziest thing. Now, I don't know if I ever showed y'all this picture, but I met James. Um this was in 2022 when I went down to Essence. And so y'all and I had to go see my twin, Tamika. So I was out there with Escape. Um, I went to go see them after I got done um, when I was at, uh, what is that called? The uh, Superdome. And it was so funny because Patti LaBelle was performing. And so I'm like, damn, you know, whatever happened to the to the Patty LaPel Patty LaBelle Pie guy, James. And so it was just so funny. I go to the concert to go see Escape and he was back in the green room and I got a chance to meet him. And when I tell you he's such a dope person, just super, super nice. I'm gonna show y'all this picture um of us backstage. So I was really surprised, like when all this went down, and y'all know I don't like a whole lot of damn celebrities. Let's keep that real. A lot of celebrities and people who want to be celebrities are very, very funny acting. Um, but y'all know I love my girls from Escape. And so James was there, and we just had a really good time. Like, he's such a vibe. So this was me with the girls, you know, me and my twin, Tamika. So we were all backstage at their concert, and then... Um, James was there and I'm like, I was just thinking about you because I just got done watching Patti LaBelle perform on stage. And so we were just backstage, like, you know, chopping it up. And he is, when I tell you, he is so sweet. Like he's like the nicest guy. So this was us backstage um, at Essence, you know what I'm saying? So when I heard all this, I'm just like, Krishan hit James? Like, he's literally, like, just really a peaceful guy. He's really funny, very, very down to earth, you know? And so I'm like, okay, this makes no sense. And what I didn't understand is when Tamar's assistant first came out and was like, you know, Krishan put hands on James, it seemed like Tamar was lying and trying to cover up, which I didn't understand why she was doing that. And so as more information was coming out, I was just really disgusted. And I feel like people make a lot of excuses for um, Krishan just because she's pretty. Like, she's like the epitome of pretty privilege at this point. Like, the excuses for her behavior, I really feel like she did put hands on him because we've all watched her um, baddies. We've watched her online. Hell, we watched her pregnant at an award show on the red carpet fight somebody. If you can fight somebody while you're carrying a child... It just lets me know about your, you know what I'm saying, like your mental health. I think she's pretty, Kezi. Everybody's like, oh, pretty. I, I think she's pretty. I don't, she's not an ugly girl. I mean, she has a missing tooth and she's still cute. 
Like, I think I would probably look like a crackhead if I had a missing tooth. I don't know, but I think she's a pretty girl. I just think her attitude is just, at this point, it's disgusting. So she's not pretty? Oh, I don't know. The way that people just, you know, excuse her behavior, I just assumed it's because they thought she was cute. I don't know, child. But, um, yeah, I think she's a cute girl. You know, I've met her in real life. She's very pretty, you know, in real life. But her attitude has just gotten worse and worse. So, basically, it's come out. They bought out receipts that something definitely happened. So, let me go ahead and pull up my screen here. So, first, James came out. So, we're going to watch this video um, of James, basically. He's at the dentist's office. He does not want to come on camera. And he's basically talking about, you know, him being attacked. So, let me go ahead and share my screen and on top of like other managers and stuff like that came out as well um, to confirm the story. But initially Tamar was lying. My teeth fixed. I was attacked for no reason. The anger of the anger or whatever the issue was, wasn't towards me. So that's why I'm saying I was attacked for no reason. So yeah, here we are on live. And like I said, I'm getting my teeth fixed. I was attacked for no reason. The anger. So the fact that this man is having to fix his teeth, it lets you know that Krishan gave him a knuckle sandwich. So now we're going to listen to what Tamar has to say about the situation. So let me go ahead and pull this up here. Give me just a second. And and it was by Krishan, but um, there was a lot of events that I believe were misconstrued. And so while I'm not going to set out the time and clear every little thing up for everyone, I, I want you to know um, the reason why I decided to say something. Um, number one, I care about my team. They're all of my friends. And we put this all together for the fans. Um, I'm not a clout chaser. I don't. I don't need that. Like my circle is this small. You know, I um, don't have to sell tickets for. You know, like oh, I need to sell tickets. Let me do this. That other. This show has been sold out for a month. Um, I didn't have an opening act. I knew. I didn't need an opening neck because I knew my sister was coming in the middle of the show. Um, Pull out and, you know, when you're in different cities, you invite different people. Um, and Krishan was definitely someone that I invited. Someone that I, I actually, you know, looked at from afar as like a, a younger sister. She's from Baltimore. Um, I knew that she was rowdy. You know, I, I didn't judge her because of that. You know, I felt for her on, on so many occasions. And I just felt like, oh, this was somebody I wanted to meet to, you know, possibly take under my wing. Because, you know, everybody knows that I don't have the best. I don't have the best past. I'm sorry, I have a filter. I washed my face. I look crazy. Okay. Um, you know, and in my journey of being a better person, I wanted people to, you know, accept me for the new person that I was and the only way that they could do that is if I was given an opportunity and so that's really all it was um I didn't call her and be like oh come on and perform on my show um I already knew Tony was planning to perform 
here at this LA show. Um, she had sent me her number a while ago on a DM and I reached out to her. Um, like I said before, like we all have, you know, Christiana is like a little sister to all of us watching her and then watch her make mistakes. We want to help. We want to help. And this is what this Love and War tour has been about. You know, I have called several girls. That I, didn't, I didn't know Drew Sedora. I didn't know Tiffany Evans. Um, I, I, didn't, I don't know. Um, I don't. I didn't know any of them. All right, the only I person can't that I knew to was her, to her. Just everybody. Just, girl, all right. All right. <laughs> Next, I just she's just annoying. The girl, bye. Um, first of all, let me say this, okay? Y'all know I had to pull out the damn tiny violin for she. She's just doing too much talking. My issue is this, right? Let's keep it real. Tamar and Krishan have absolutely nothing in common. And one thing I can't stand is when I see grown folks, people who are old enough to be somebody's mama, running behind them. Okay, Krishan to me is like a kid. Like I said before, she's young enough to be my kid. And me and Tamar are about the same damn age. So my thing is, why are you running behind her? They don't even they don't even match for real. Like there's a video of them on stage, and it's just like really, like they like she doesn't sing. Like, why did you feel the need to even bring her out? Like, her attitude is so shitty at this point. Let me let me show y'all this video of them on stage here. Like, does this even flow? This is like Beyonce bringing out Sexy Red. Let's go ahead and watch them on stage. Because I'm trying to figure out what she has in common with a 23-year-old. Okay, we can't play all that singing that she's doing. But it, it doesn't even match or flow. It doesn't even flow like just even seeing them together. So to me, the only reason why you brought out Krishan was for clout. You brought her out for clout. You wanted some of her, you know, her viral fame because she's going viral every other day for some fuck shit on social media. So, you know, let me go ahead and attach myself to her. And she can say, well, it's not for clout. My tour was already sold out. That doesn't mean anything. You know, in the world of celebrity, you know, all press is good press. Because if it was not for clout, why when your, you know, your right-hand person came out and put the story out there about Krishan putting hands on James, the first video that I saw earlier in the week was basically Tamar denouncing everything and making it seem like it was just a rumor and, you know, thanking Krishan and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, why are you apologize? And then even in this one, she's apologizing to Krishan. You don't know this girl from a can of paint. She acted a fool and she put hands on somebody that you supposedly care about. And this man is having to fix his tooth. So now let's go ahead and see Krishan's response to Tamar and James because Krishan doesn't give a damn. Krishan does not care. So we're going to go ahead and listen to what Krishan has to say about the situation. So give me just a second here to share my screen. Now you're going to see how I'm supposed to get brought up. Because that shit was foolish. It's going to shit on that. Fuck that. Fuck her. Fuck that. Fuck all that shit. Because this is the thing about it, bro. I'm genuine, my nigga. So a lot of people take this Baltimore shit. Man. What's up, fat boy? I'm just saying, like, y'all know what the fuck y'all doing. Y'all know what the fuck y'all trying to do with me. Stop trying to act like it's me. 
Everybody know what the fuck they doing. They old as shit know what the fuck they doing. They all dried up, know what the fuck y'all doing, bro. So, all right, when I come back to the IG, I'm only fucking with myself and my son. Straight up. Yeah. And then when I, nigga, when I drop my account back, I'm dropping, nigga. And I'm going to pop my shit on that verse, nigga. Fuck out of here. Y'all got me fucked up. Oh, you have mine? And it's cool. Oh, you try to embarrass me publicly, like, I deserve that. That's cool. That's real cool. That's real cool. Be safe. That's all I got to say. You're over there, fake crying. Be safe. Be safe. That fake crying ain't going to save you. Be safe. Straight up. Fuck is you talking about? Royal, let that stand up, though. Bitch ass niggas. Broke ass bitches. She basically saying she didn't hit nobody. They cat. Suck my dick, nigga. Go ahead and try to press charges that you can't press. Go ahead and try to file a lawsuit that you can't even file a lawsuit on. You know why? Because I'm that bitch and I'm covered, bro. Covered by God, bro. That's real shit. So everybody that got something to say about it, suck my shit. I swear to God. Y'all already sucking it. Fuck y'all sucking it too much. I had to take it away. Fuck that. Real shit. Nigga, keep up a while I'm in Atlanta, nigga. Now y'all gonna see how I'm supposed to get brought up. Cause that shit was foolish. It's gonna shit on that. Fuck that. Fuck her. Fuck that. Fuck all that shit. Because this is the thing about it, bro. I'm genuine, my nigga. So a lot of people take this Baltimore shit. All right. Next, get her the fuck up out of here. Tomatoes, 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 tomatoes. I'm just, I'm just really disappointed in Krishan. It's like everybody's always rooting for her, and it's like, how many times are we gonna watch her? You know, play these games, play victim. You know, and then she's sitting here saying, you know, suck her peen, and um, you know, you better be safe. She's basically sending more threats. So you claim that you didn't put hands on him, and you're innocent. You did nothing wrong. But she's basically low-key sending threats to Tamar and the whole team. And meanwhile, Tamar's sitting here crying, you know, tattooed tears and trying to act like she has this deep relationship with Krishan. And that Krishan's response just showed you that she does not have a relationship with Tamar. This was just some clout stuff. It was like, okay, I got invited. I'm going to show up. Something happened. Obviously, she put hands on James. But I just think the whole situation is a mess because at the end of the day, Krishan is like, what, 23? So again, why are these grown adults running behind her? And I feel like they're running behind her because they want some of that clout as well. And it's basically, at this point, it's created a monster. You know, she's calling folks broke. She's, you know, talking down to people about their wealth as if she was always rich, as if she didn't come from, you know, Baltimore and was raised, you know, poor and things like that. So it's like I always say, be careful who you see on your way up. Because the same folks you see on your way up are the same folks you can see on your way down. So I don't know. I just, I don't like it. And I see a lot of her fans are like, oh, it was a setup. Um, you know, they're just trying to make her look bad. Like, let's stop with that. There's too much. There's too many videos of Krishan online of her just popping off. Look how she was trying to get her own sister, Takeshi, Takashi, whatever her name is, um, to fight Wovicki. And even her sister was like, I'm not about to fight her. She's weak. You know what I'm saying? She's obviously not a fighter. I'm not a bully. So, like, this is Krishan's MO. And everybody keeps saying, you know, she's young, she's young. Nah, I mean, at this point, yes, 23 is a lot younger, but she's not that young. Let's stop acting like she's 15. She's also a mother. So, at what point in time do you grow up and understand that you can't go around putting your hands on people just because you're mad? 
Like that's just not how it works, you know? So I think James should press charges, especially if he's having to pay for dental work and stuff like that. He has every right to sue. I don't know if he's gonna sue her, you know, but he has every right to. And the fact that she's not apologetic, she's antagonizing them, she's making fun of him, you know, she doesn't have any remorse. And I think that's the saddest part. I just feel like people have like made excuses for her after excuses. And like I said, initially, yes, I wanted the best for her. I wanted to see her do better. But even with the birth of her baby, I don't really see a change in her. I just don't. So I think the whole situation is just really sad. So let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um, uh, Karina Rodriguez in 499, she says, T, I was wondering what happened with you because I listened to you at the gym and on long drives to my man's house, LOL. But I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through tonight. Um, Isis James sent $49.99 says, today's my 23rd birthday. What a gift to see you live. That is amazing. Happy birthday to you. Um, are we still in Scorpio season? I believe we're in Scorpio season. Aquarius was trending the other day after I dropped my deep dive. So I found that very funny that that was trending on Twitter. So happy birthday to you. Um, thank you so much for coming through and thank you for the super chat. Um, let me see here. B. Halette sent $20, says wishing you a full and swift recovery. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Chelsea sent $5, says, this is my first super chat. I started watching you at 16 at secondary school, and now I am 22, about to finish university. Lots of love from London. Thank you so much, Chelsea. I appreciate you. Thank you for being a long time tea sipper. Appreciate you. Uh, Thea W says, sending some love from Baltimore. The, uh, okay, Thea from Washington Casting. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. It was wonderful meeting you this summer in ATL. So thank you. Uh, TJ sent $9.99 says the deep dive was everything. Sidebar, the U.S. has financial stock in Gaza. The whole rabbit hole is very deep, T. I hope you are getting adequate rest. Thank you. I definitely feel like there's a lot going on um, in Gaza, you know, but we're not going to talk about that now, but thank you so much. Uh, Nigel's lion sister sent $9.99, said her fans are enabling her path to destruction. She was going to, she's going to fuck with the wrong person one day and hopefully doesn't cost her her life. If it does end up, it's blood on their hands. Yeah, I think her fans are really enabling her. Like I said, I feel like she gets away with stuff because she's young. People consider her pretty or whatever, and they just make excuses for her and it's not okay. Um, oh my gosh, I'm seeing all types of money bags. Hold on now. Okay, money bag Mo's in the building. Thank you, Mo. So Mo's in the house. Um, Monique just sent $399.99. Thank you, thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Mo, can you please send me an email? I would love to send you a ugly Christmas sweater and some gifts. I ask you all the time to email me so I can send you something because you're like definitely a super tea sipper and I really, really appreciate you. So if you can, please email me. I would love to send you something for the holidays. So um, thank you so much. Shout out to Moneybag Mo. She always comes through and just, you know, drops love. And it's very humbling because like I said, I, I don't ask for super chats. So the fact that you guys send them to support my channel, I just really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much um let's see here gene wagner 
sent 199 says press charges she must be held accountable i definitely agree if this was anybody else we'd be in jail you can't go around putting your hands on people and you know with no remorse thinking that it's okay so i definitely agree he should press charges because it's not like he can fight her back if he would have fought her back then it's you know it'd be oh it's a black man beating up on a young black girl so he had to just take those hits but it's obvious she hit him bad enough because they said she had a bunch of rings on her finger so she hit him bad enough to the point where he's having to have dental work so that's horrible that's horrible and he's a really nice person so that just sucks um renee michelle sent two dollars says you're the only person i've heard speak the truth thank you so much i appreciate you renee thanks for coming through um co sent 499 says why does krishan think she can beat everyone She's going to mess around and truly find out because there are people bigger and badder in the world. I think part of that is where she was raised. You know, she was raised with a lot of siblings. They all had to fight for everything. You know, she got beat up a lot and had to fight her siblings a lot. So I think sometimes when you're raised in a big family like that, because I think there's like 12 of them or something, you have to fight for everything. You're just used to fighting, you know, just to even get attention, just to get, you know, noticed. Um, in the family. So I think that's where that comes from. But again, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. You can't go around stepping up to everybody. There's always somebody bigger, somebody tougher. So she needs to watch that. And I think also because, you know, she's in a bubble. She's so used to being on Zeus Network and having security around her. So even if she gets into a fight, there's going to be some big black bodyguard who's going to jump in and break up the fight. You know, so I think she's gotten kind of used to that. Whereas if this was a street brawl, nobody's going to break that shit up. So she just needs to stop at this point. It's getting ridiculous. So thank you so much. Uh, Jay Jersey girl, what's up, sis? She says the Braxtons are from... Ooh, hold on. It just refreshed. She said the Braxtons are from uh, Seven, Maryland, a suburb. Tamar is her own worst enemy. She's exhausting. Tamar is always with the foolishness and drama. Wait, they're from the suburbs? Why are they acting like they're from Baltimore, like the projects? I, that's what I was thinking. She's like, we're both from Baltimore. So she's from the suburbs. I'm going to need Tamar's grown ass to sit down somewhere and stop chasing this little girl around for clout. It's not a good look. How about you chase somebody on your level vocally? I would have loved to see her bring out Coco Jones, who's also a young black woman, gorgeous, has a beautiful voice. How about bringing her out? Like, I, I just don't understand why we, of all people, Krishan. Krishan is a rapper, and she's barely a rapper. Why not bring out a young girl who's a vocalist, a real vocalist, who's, you know, Coco Jones is not really up and coming, but, you know, she could use more notoriety. I think that would have been a really good fit if she really wanted to help a young woman. But I guess because Coco Jones is not out here fighting, arguing with her baby daddy online all day, you know what I'm saying, attacking people, um, I guess that's not you know, good enough. She wanted the clout. <laughs> Somebody says she has one awful song. <laughs> um, let me see here. Lex Gomez and $5 says, YouTube never tells me when you're live. Uh, but I'm watching now. I'll catch up in a bit. Miss you, T. I'm glad you're okay. We missed you. I missed you guys too. It feels good to be back. So thank you guys so much. We have over 6,000 people in here. So yeah, y'all come on in. So... I want to go ahead. It's already eight o'clock. Oh my goodness. So we got to talk about this situation here. Um, let me see. Kiki. 
We got to talk about the Kiki Palmer situation. I've been trying to catch up as much as I can um, with this. Now, I will say this. When everything went down this summer with Usher, I remember one of the things I said is if he's tripping like this publicly and he's feeling this insecure, what is going on behind the scenes? You know, I felt like, you know, he was doing a bit too much during that instance. But now more information is coming out. So a few days ago, basically, there were still shots that hit the Internet where it showed that Kiki Palmer was being abused by her baby daddy, Darius. Um, so let me go ahead and find the news footage. We're going to watch that here really quick. So this is about Darius Jackson and Kiki's relationship. So we're going to watch this really quick here. Kiki Palmer, the former host of GMA3 and the game show Password, has been granted a temporary restraining order against her ex-boyfriend. Darius Jackson is the father of her eight-month-old son. The actress, who famously showed off her belly bump when she appeared on SNL, submitted shocking images to the court, taken from surveillance video, including this one of her being thrown over the back of a sofa, his hand around her throat. Kiki Palmer alleges the domestic violence occurred here at her Los Angeles home over the course of two years. And she says the most recent incident happened last Sunday. It got so bad, she called police. In the court documents, Palmer says the abuse included striking and grabbing me around the neck and threatening to kill himself with a gun if I left him. Palmer says the abuse has gone on for two years. These photos from 2022 show Jackson allegedly manhandling her. She ends up at the bottom of the stairs. She also accuses him of hitting me in front of our son and spewing profanities about me to our son. Palmer's mother, Sharon, weighed in on the accusations last night, saying she reached out to Jackson's brother. I went to Sharona's over a year ago and told him that his brother was abusive to my daughter. We reached out to Palmer and her ex for comment, but did not hear back. All right, let me come back on the screen here. So this situation, um, it is very unnerving, you know, and I like Kiki Palmer, but I also feel like, you know, there's a bit more to the situation. I'm going to say this. Um, I don't, I, the still shots to me didn't make me feel comfortable when it's just still shots because it's like, where's the video? I want to know like the full story. I want a full picture on what is going on in this situation. Another thing that I just found very weird about all of this is that um, they have been doing a podcast off and on for like, I want to say the past few months where the mother's on the podcast, the baby daddy's on the podcast. And I remember Troyce had did like a breakdown video uh, recently. I had watched his video as well. And they were talking about the whole Gabrielle Union situation where she was talking about, you know, she's going half on the bills with D. Wade. And Kiki Palmer was basically co-signing that and saying, you know, it's okay. And, you know, um, you should be able to go half with a man on bills. Yeah, if you're a regular couple working a nine to five, if my husband is D-Wade, I'm not going half on bills with D-Wade. 
you'll never hear a Latina, an Asian woman who is dating a multimillionaire man talking about she's going half on the bills. And I thought that was very weird. And I think, you know, that's maybe her situation with her baby's dad. But what I noticed on the podcast was, you know, the mom was there. And I, you know, I get being close with your mom and stuff, but I felt like the mom is too involved in their relationship from what I was seeing. And so it's just like a lot of like conflicting things. So today there was more proof that came out, but it was more or less on Darius's side. And um, Armand got a lot of that tea, okay? So let me go ahead and play out this video first. Because again, they're saying that this abuse has been going on for the past two years. And this is why I will always reiterate that I do not take anything that celebrities do, their relationships. I refuse to put any celebrity couple as my relationship goals because you never know what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, just for her birthday, they were together. I think she got a tattoo or something of him on Father's Day. She was on TikTok, you know, proclaiming that, you know, he's the world's best dad. So it's like now to hear all of this has been going on for the past two years, well, the baby's only eight months old. So the red flags, you know, if they were there, why have a kid with him? You know what I'm saying? So the whole situation is just really unnerving. He definitely gives me weird tees. Like I told y'all about his past girlfriend. Like for me, that was a red flag. And sometimes as women, we'll get in a, in a situation where we feel like we done took this man from another woman and we're winning and you know, he's my man now, but be careful because you might be doing that other woman a favor. Cause remember he was with his other girlfriend and he forced her to get an abortion cause she was supposedly pregnant. He made her get an abortion and then all of a sudden he was with Kiki. So even the way they started their relationship to me was weird. And I talked about that during the whole Usher video if you guys go back and watch that. So I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna watch this clip here of them from like the podcast and just random clips. So it's very weird to see her mom online, you know, doing all of this. Um, and so we're just gonna watch this clip and I'm gonna come back and talk. Okay, so we're just gonna watch this here. Man, you're dating, you gotta be very careful who you introduce to your kids. Right, it's so true. That, that's why when I get my new man, I'm gonna be careful, Darius, I promise. I'm not gonna have You mean snap, the man version. <laughs> I wanna talk about another relationship. I was young, I had this young man. Not Armand Wiggins every five seconds. Armand Wiggins. <laughs> Shout out to Armand. <laughs> he was getting that exclusive, honey. He made sure his name was in there. Armand Wiggins. So I, I just found it weird, you know, because like the mom is like, oh, he's my type. And 
I just feel like the mom is way too involved. That that was just really weird. I'm not going to be flirting with my, you know, if I had a daughter, her man, and acting like, you know, oh, you know, he's my type and he's so cute. You know, and then even that little joke about not introducing your child too early to your new man and, you know, Kiki tries to crack the joke and he automatically goes to thinking about being on Snapped and for my man. The dynamic is just weird. Okay, so now we're going to go ahead and walk over to Armand Wiggins' page. <laughs> that little shout out was too funny. Because he ended up getting a bunch of like exclusive tea. I'm showing another side. And again, this is not to say that Darius is innocent or Kiki's 100% innocent. Something is definitely going on. But I've always gotten weird teas from Darius. I I'm no fan of his at all. And I've been saying that. But we're going to go ahead and just, you know, I'm going to share with y'all some of the things that Armand got that was sent to him from Darius's people. So I'm going to share my screen here. Give me just a second. Yeah, the whole thing is just weird. And again, I don't take abuse as a joke. Um, domestic violence situations are very serious. And I've always talked about that. And especially on both sides. I don't agree with it. I don't care if it's the female who's the perpetuator or the man. Everyone needs to leave each other alone, keep their hands off of each other. If you guys can't make it work without putting your hands on each other, then y'all don't need to be together. Point blank, period. So I'm going to go through this stuff. I'm going to put on my mother goose glasses, honey. Okay. So um, there's different dates, but this is from March of 2022. It says, if you delete the footage from last Sunday night, It'll only confirm how much of a manipulator you are. I talked amongst my people. You decide to look through my messages. I never threatened to speak out in public, only to the ones who should have been telling all along. Leave me alone. My evidence is just a reminder to never speak to you again. Darius Jackson. So that was some type of email to Lauren Palmer. Um... Then the next thing says, is this a joke? Leave my family out of this. Leave us alone. Y'all are mad, abusive, and controlling. I'm getting a new number today. You're done forever. Then there was some type of voice recording. And again, that was in 2022. And here Kiki uh, replies back to him a few days later, says, hey, I understand if you don't want to meet anymore. I'm not sure if you're getting my messages or not, but I'm available today at 8. If you still wanted to meet me at Garland, Lauren P. Big Boss Entertainment. So, again, it definitely sounds like some conflicting things. Like she's trying to work some things out. So let's go on to the next screenshot here. So this looks like a message to Sharon. Some type of text message. It's really tiny, so I'm coming close. Uh, you cannot leave her. She is drunk. You cannot leave her. She's under the influence. He's saying, wonderful. She hit me. Never would have thought she would. Her friends are with her. She was with them. Then the mama says, please meet me at 5506 Hermitage. I want to speak to you. And then there's some voice chats and an estimated ETA. And this was in 2021. 
So this timeline is showing that something has been happening in their relationship for a while now. So let me see if I can blow this up a little bit here. Okay, so this was in August 20th of 2021. It says, thank you for everything. It was a delight that you stopped by last night. The language of love is rarely spoken. It's been an absolute blessing to have you look out for us because hardly anybody in the entertainment, I'm sorry, hardly anybody in the environment we are in is rooting for Kiki and I. So those spirits and evil consume us more than we thought it would. We want to be better people and surround ourselves with people that can speak the language we speak and relate to what we feel. We'll continue to practice my faith. Thank you. So then this is a response. Amen, my humble advice. I know neither of you would have asked me for it, but I will give it for what it is worth. The black industry parties are the worst. I hate to say it, but they are... But they breed chaos and jealousy, just like crabs in a barrel. No one wants to see the other one succeed. Kiki was very successful early on, so she became the one that they targeted and whispered about. She was a phenom kid that kept booking jobs, yet worked so much that she never developed real friends. And she, and all she ever wanted was a genuine friend, never fame. The language of love indeed is a unique one and we all have to customize it to fit you and yours. I wanted to speak with you last night to tell you that Kiki often has to walk a tight rope, a rope from black Hollywood to white Hollywood. She can never slip up or else. So this is her mom replying back to the message that Darius wrote, okay? Then she goes on to say, can you imagine the stress and anxiety trying to be accepted in black culture and respected in both worlds. I do not condone her hitting you. Oh, wow. Wow. I do not condone her hitting you or anyone. And I told her that, but I hope that you guys can try to make it work. Try not to make a bad night turn into a forever. You might one day regret. Darius, I think you are awesome. I know that Kiki loves you, sending prayers, hoping that you guys can get over this bump and find your mojo again. Much love. Then she says, good morning. Sorry to bother you so early. Just checking to see if Kiki is up. Her car is coming at 9 a.m. And I know last night she said she didn't have a charger. So that was kind of wild. So it looks like her mom is confirming that there was, you know, Kiki put hands on him as well. And that was in 2021. Um, let's see here. Looks like this is some video or audio. Okay, looks like there's a bunch of text messages where somebody, Lauren Palmer, I don't know if that's some type of alias or something, but they're trying to contact him after he changed his number. And so these are pictures that were sent to Armand. So it looks like he has like scratch marks on them, fingernail marks. Oh, wow. So definitely, you know, scratches. Hmm, okay. 
This is the audio. That you put it through? That you put it through? What the fuck is you saying, Ingrid? That you put it through? Can you speak English? That's part of the reason why you can't get no action job. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm Wiggins. If only, if only, if only you actually like. And he's trying to say he's trying to do the whole child actor <clears throat> parents um, sacrifice their childhood gag. Oh, okay. Everybody's saying that Lauren is Kiki's first name. I never do that. I thought Kiki Palmer was her real name. Okay, so Lauren is Kiki. Okay, perfect. Thank y'all. I never knew that she had a different first name. Okay, I'm finished playing the video. Oh, well, okay, well, we got $30 million today. Look at her. That's fine. Yeah, I sacrificed her, I guess. Okay. Come on, Wiggins. Well, what did your mama do to you? Huh? She fucked you up. My mom's fine. You could have been a child educator. Well, I'm good. You could have been one. Maybe you would have more gumption. Maybe you would have more get through it. Because your mama fucked you up. She turned you into a punk-ass mama's boy who harasses a woman. What kind of bullshit is that? Your mama should be ashamed of herself. She Her mom. You, why are you harassing this girl here? Because why are you doing this? Why well, say all the things to her? She's the one that kept wanting to come back around. Trust me, I didn't want this. Well, that makes no sense as to why you harass. You know, there's no need to say horrible things and send me this usher picture. There's no reason for that. You do that because you're nuts. There's no reason for you to say that. Jezebel, calling me Haiti. That's all necessary. You do all of that unnecessarily because something's wrong with your mind. It's not normal. You sound like you have a broken brain and you need to go to see somebody because you're chemically imbalanced. There's nothing that I've done for you to stay on that page. People have endured more. I've endured more from you and I don't do that to you. I don't sit up there and call y'all kinds of names and do stuff like that. You randomly have had an episode and then you harass me for an hour straight. That's what you do. Now he, now I'm gonna it's not normal. You. It's not necessary. You could just not talk to me. I'm gonna rat you. Up is bisexual. He sleeps with me and you stupid motherfucker. I'm on Wiggins. You should know you spend a lot of time with Julian. You the dumb motherfucker. And then you let your family, you let your brother talk you into, hey man, look, your brother's a pussy too. His reputation in Hollywood is he's a fuck boy. And he's an asshole, and nobody really likes him. Lord London don't like his ass. Armand Wiggins. So at the end of the day, you, the Jacksons, are fucking jokes. You guys are fucking jokes. That's what you are. You're a fucking joke. So don't blame Kiki for being a joke. You was a joke before you met her. Armand Wiggins. So don't blame her. Don't call her cunt. And what man thinks they're going to call the mother of their child cunt, bitches, whores, you've been run through, but I'm going to come and get the baby? What kind of mental motherfucker are you? Nobody it's does that, right. dare you? Nobody does that. What, what, right. woman, what woman wants their child to go be with a man who calls them cunt and bitches? That's the stupidest thing I've ever my daughter ever ever give you the baby after you call her a cunt i'll be her ass i'm on baby's gonna be back in my arms i'm like uh, the inevitable's gonna happen he's gonna grow up to be a man a real man no, and no, he's gonna go ahead and just come on over all right
dad. I'm his dad. I'm his dad. I'm his dad. I don't care about what you all think. I don't care what you think, especially Kiki. I don't care about what anybody else thinks. Sharon, your opinion is very little to me. You're, you're, you're wasting your breath right now, Sharon. You're, you're, you're wasting your breath right now. You're wasting your breath right now. Trust me. Is it over? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Armand Williams. Oh, there's more. Bro, I've seen this like 20 different times, Sharon. It doesn't phase me anymore. <laughs> None of what y'all do phase me anymore. Come on now. Where's my son at? Where's my son at? Mon Wiggins. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. That, that. Mon Wiggins. <laughs> That's what you raised. That's what you raised. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. I'm on with you. Yep. All right. So about a bullet. All right. So about that bullet again. Okay. Okay. Uh, y'all y'all have no idea who you stepped up and to play with, but it's all good. I tried to be nice to you. Yeah. I tried to be nice because I thought you had some mental problems. Nope. So I tried to be nice. Yeah. But you gonna talk about my daughter? You gonna harass my daughter? You gonna talk about Usher? Usher is gay. Armand Williams. Even your stupid ass family don't even understand the business. Usher is gay, guys. Told her to put some clothes on. Told her to put some clothes on. Told her to put some clothes on. You are stupid. Told her to put some clothes on. She's a mom. She has to put some clothes on. She's a mom. She has to put some clothes on. Yeah. Okay. So where my son go? Where's my son at? Even Marcus, jo even Marcus Johnson, the nigga that your brother's named after, his kids told me y'all are crazy. Okay. He was the one in the in the video. They told me that you and your brother's crazy. It's crazy because your brother's named after after their dad. Right. And they said y'all are nuts. I'm sure. I'm sure. You got to go. Can you still hear me? Oh yeah, I'm just waiting for my son. Where's my son at? It's football Sunday. He used to be with his family. Armand Wiggins. Fuck you, nigga. You ain't got a family. Your bitch ass family. Your dick sucking brother. Your sister that you kill. Your immigrant bitch ass mama. Nigga, please. They have. They have nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with this. No, they don't. I'm on Wiggins. Son. 
My you son. Why harass me? You don't my have son. to harass me. But for my son. But you don't have to harass me. My son. Where's my son? Where's my son? Where's my son? That's all I'm just asking for. I'm not here for her. Mon Wiggins. Is it over? <laughs> I'm waiting for it to be like Armand Wiggins. <laughs> I think it's over. Damn. I feel like we shouldn't have been in that group chat listening. And why does she keep talking about him having a limp dick? Like, what the hell is Kiki and her mama talking about? Like, why is she so worried about this man's peen? Why did Usher catch a stray? Why did Lauren London catch a stray? What in the world is going on here? <laughs> Damn, Sharon went in. This whole situation is a hot damn mess. She is way, way too involved in their relationship. Wow. Um, she did respond back because people started dragging her about the Usher situation. So let me pull this up. This is what she had to say about the Usher situation here. Let me read y'all this. Ooh, we. Armand Wiggins. <laughs> okay, so this is what she had to say. She uh she went into oh, he's out here sucking peen too. I seen his videos on Twitter. People were sending me that shit yesterday. Kyle from the neighborhood talk. He was sucking like three different peens. One was brown skin, what was light skin. I don't know who leaked his videos, but uh, we see you, Kyle. Anyways, she was on the neighborhood talk and she said this. The lie I told about Usher was to get Darius to stop abusing my daughter on account of his jealousy. So I said he didn't like women for her safety. Everything else I meant with my chest and didn't expect anyone to hear it because recording me is illegal. I guess he's okay with jail, but I knew that when he put his hands on my daughter, he is still abusing her in all of this, trying to paint himself as a victim. Textbook. Now, I'm going to say this. Um, I don't think she said that to get, you know, Darius to stop abusing her daughter. I think she said that because she's in the industry and she knows that the industry tea is that Usher, you know, allegedly goes both ways. Remember a few years ago when he was getting sued by everybody, you know, for passing along STDs or whatever. And remember, it was a few gay men in that lawsuit. So she said that with her whole chest. I'm not believing that, oh, I just said that so he wouldn't abuse my daughter. No, you're just trying to backtrack now because you were recorded. And a lot of times, you know, again, people can act one way in public, but it's really about how you act when the public isn't watching. And she was wilding out. She was wilding out. But I get it. If she feels like her daughter is being abused and things like that, she's going to have her daughter's back. But I feel like she's one of those hovering mothers and she's too involved in their relationship. Even I just thought it was weird that she was on the podcast with them. Like we see couple podcasts all the time, right? You know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wives. But then it's like to have the mother there, it's just like, what is this? It's just a bit too much. Um, she said a lot. She said a whole lot. You know, I think there's more to the story. I think there's definitely more to the story. And the fact that he's been recording things and you know keeping receipts 
And maybe he felt the need to do that because he felt eventually if everything goes to a head behind their child, he needs to also have something to protect him as well. And y'all know I'm always here for receipts. And his receipts, child, they filled me up. He bought a lot of receipts compared to that still shot. I need to see the whole video. I want to see everything. So I just think the whole situation is just, it's crazy. And I think that at this point in time, they need to be separated. I think they don't need to be together. Um, you know, maybe figure out some type of co-parenting, having mediation, but they definitely don't need to be together. Something is going on in that relationship. Um, regardless if it's him putting hands on her or her putting hands on him or them beating on each other. But we even saw in the email where the mom was apologizing on Kiki's behalf. Something is not right. And then the fact that, you know, he was so jealous about the Usher situation. I feel like they're both possibly toxic for each other, you know. But again, this is why I always say that you never look at anybody's relationship. I don't care if it's your favorite cousin, if it's your favorite celebrity, if it's your neighbor. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. While they look like a beautiful couple together, you know, he's tall, you know, she got her little handsome, quote unquote, Prince Charming. Kiki's a beautiful woman. You never know what's going on behind the scenes. So at this point in time, the most important thing to me is that baby. That baby does not need to be around this dysfunction. You know, the mother's yelling about, you know, limp dicks and all types of weird stuff. And I, I just don't get that. She's talking about getting the boy raped. I mean, it was just, it was just a bit, it was a bit much. And <laughs> it was a bit much and I'm trying to like take it seriously. Then you got Armand every five seconds, Armand Wiggins. <laughs> so it was like, I was trying not to laugh. I wasn't laughing about what was being said, but more or less every time he popped up with the Armand Wiggins shout out, you know, but the whole thing is just very, very disturbing. It really is. So I don't know what's going to happen from here, but this is why I say, Again, I will reiterate this, as women, especially black women, we have to watch who we bring into our inner circle, who we date, who we decide to be in relationships with, because a man can either make or break everything that you build. And this also goes for men as well, right? If you're a man who's well-to-do, who has yourself together, you have to be very, very careful of the woman that you date as well, because they can literally ruin everything that you built. Kiki, we've never known Kiki to be involved in any drama, so I get why the internet was going hard for Kiki. She hasn't been involved. I mean, we've been watching her since Akilah the Bee, even before then. You've never known Kiki to be involved in drama, beefing with people, you know what I'm saying? And I've always liked her. I've always been a big fan of Kiki. So it's like to have all of this coming out ever since she's gotten with this man, it's not a good look. And that's why I say that, you know, as women, we have to be very, very mindful. You know, you have to date somebody who has something to lose. I don't know what Darius does. You know, I heard he's a writer. I don't know what movies he's written. From the sounds of the audio, he's a struggle actor. You know, I don't know. But he's definitely not in Kiki's league. Like, let's just keep it real. She's a multimillionaire. And it's just, it's sad. I just feel like sometimes as black women, we're always dating down. It's like, you know, the choices that we have, it's just not in abundance and it's sad, you know? So she had no business even getting with him. I just don't think he's on her level. And sometimes, unfortunately, men 
will resent you after a while if you're the more successful one. You know, it's obvious. It seemed like she was wearing the pants in that relationship. Look how the mother's running everything. There's no way that a real man is going to be able to deal with that. The way he's just being emasculated and being talked down to. And then you have her in the background, like almost gaslighting and whispering, you're mentally ill. You have mental issues. Your grandma said you have mental issues. It was just weird, like this weird tag teaming between her and the mom, you know? And again, that was the real them because they didn't know they were being recorded. So it's like, how long has this been going on? Yeah, he just comes off as very weak. And no man is going to sit there and deal with that. And he probably thought he could deal with it, being that, you know, she has more money. She's the famous one. But eventually that's going to build resentment. No man, no real man is going to sit around and just be talked down to consistently. I don't think she needed to get with him at all. She should have got with somebody on her level. You know, that's the same thing I said about Angela Simmons. You out here getting pregnant by this weird ass credit card scammer when you have access to, you know, the most upper echelon men in the industry, you know? And so I, I just, I don't get that. You know, we can say the same thing for a lot of people in the industry. Look at Mary J. Blige and Ken Don't. And now she's having to pay him spousal support. So I just hope she learns from this and she ends up just getting with somebody a lot better he needs to move on, but I just, I think she thought she won a prize because he was with the other girl and, you know, she snatched him away and he was not a prize at all because now he has a reputation looking crazy. So again, y'all, men and women, when you have something to lose, you move accordingly, okay? Just like with old ass Al Pacino, y'all see what he's going through. Him and his dusty sperm done got that 30 year old girl pregnant. He's in his 80s, knocking up a 30-year-old. I don't even know what she does. She could be a nanny for all I know, but now she's filing to get $30,000 a month in child support. And they're saying that his family's upset. Well, he's the one who has something to lose. When you have something to lose, you don't put yourself in a situation to get some young gold digger pregnant. I feel no ways about Al Pacino and his old sperm, you know, knocking up a 30-year-old, and now the 30-year-old is living her best life off of his child support. So you, you have to be smart with your moves. You know, I don't care if it's a man or a woman. So I, I just think the whole thing is just really disturbing. Um, but I'm going to wait and just see how it plays out. You know, because like I said, he definitely brought a lot of receipts. So I want to see what else she's bringing. Because even um, there was something else, I think, in the police report. Let me see here. There was another thing I want to pull up I'm gonna see if it's on his page but the police report that was sent out there not even too long ago they were even saying that there was no there was no abuse it was just like a child situation something with the child let me see if I have that here on my desktop why is this page not refreshing hold on oh here we go let me exit out um okay hold on i think it's in my phone let me send it to myself okay yeah 
I'm going to send it to my computer. Let me show y'all this. And this is from, this is recently. This is from November 5th, 2023. So I just airdropped it. Let me show y'all this. So something is going on. Like I said, um, you know, I was definitely team Kiki when everything first came out. Now I am team I want more info because none of this is coming off right. None of this is making sense. The whole thing is toxic. And it was just weird how the mom was, you know, had that video acting like she wanted him. And then she keeps talking about his limp dick. Like, that's just weird to me. There's just certain things, like, as a mom, I'm not entertaining. I'm not even, like, that, that's just weird. So this was um, the police report. So this was from November 5th, so just a few weeks ago at, at 11.30 with the case number it says RC... ADW domestic violence, no crime, child custody dispute only, advise medi mediation, family court for child custody agreement. So that was the police department. That was, um, you can see like the police case number and everything. So like I said, something is definitely going on. I am team, I want more information. Um, again, this is not to minimize anything. It's not to minimize any abuse going on. But from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of craziness on both sides. Something is not right. And like I said, not even a few months ago, they were all on this podcast, you know, kumbaya -ing. So if all of this has been going on for the past two years, why are we even giving out relationship advice? It's, it's insane. They're literally dolling out relationship advice and they don't need to. So let me see. Oh, somebody said that's not the police report. What is that? Where's that from? Is that just like paperwork from the court? I thought it was part of the police report. Anybody know what it is? So it's probably something from the courts. Okay, I'm not sure. I thought it was a part of the police report, but okay, it's an incident report. So do you think it's an incident report from like um, the court system? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Oh, no, says so she sent the video to the courts. It's not public opinion. Yeah, I know she sent videos to the courts. I know that. But like I said, he's also coming with video evidence as well. So, you know, it's something going on. At the end of the day, something is going on in that situation with both of them. I feel like this entire situation is toxic. So at this point in time, you know, he's bringing his side and, you know, his evidence. But yeah, definitely something is going on with the whole situation. There's abuse on, it looks like, clearly both sides. And I feel like the mother's also involved very heavily in their relationship. And that's probably what's causing even more of the drama. It, the whole thing is just very, very weird. But again, like I said, I've never known Kiki to be involved in anything. You know, before she got with this man, like we've never known her to be involved in any type of trouble, people talking about her. So it's almost like this whole situation is just bringing her down.
you know, everything that she's going through. So it's not to minimize anything. All I'm doing is showing both parts. So we watched the news um, article um, where they talked about the abuse with Kiki. Now we're watching the evidence that he's brought up. So that's all it is, is discussion. At the end of the day, I wasn't there and neither were y'all. So for y'all who were crying in the chat, y'all weren't there either. But I feel like there's definitely something is going on. I don't feel like it's just made up on either side. You know, I feel like there's a lot going on. And at this point in time, they need to get to the bottom of it. And the part that's just the scariest is that there's a baby involved. And that's my biggest concern because I know one of the things that she was saying in the court paperwork is that he's threatened to harm the child. So something is not right. Something is not right at all. Um, Shanti, that's cool, sis. And you can get the block button. So you're mad because I have an opinion on the situation. So I should just come on and just what? Just totally ignore the fact that there's other information coming out. See, y'all want one-sided talk, and I'm not going to do that. I'm going to present everything that's being put out there. This is called a discussion. Bitch, you weren't there, and neither was I. So you can get as mad as you want to, but at the end of the day, you weren't there. And you don't know either one of these people personally. So skedaddle. Enjoy the block party. Like, people kill me with that. Like, you can't just have open dialogue about it. So, like, what part are you mad at? The part that I'm saying that nobody has the right to be abused. The part where I'm telling women that we had to date up, we had to date better. She had no business getting with him, that he was not on her level. So, like, what are you really mad at? Some of y'all are such fangirls that y'all just can't even take and understand advice without getting in y'all's feelings. I have a one-time disrespected Kiki. Like I said, I'm a big fan of hers. I feel like something has happened to her. And I said months ago before any of this stuff ever came out that if he's that mad publicly about this whole Usher situation, imagine what's going on behind closed doors. I said this months ago because I could tell something was off about their relationship. I also exposed the fact that he had the other girl that he was with have an abortion and then run to go get with Kiki. But made sure not to make Kiki have an abortion because she had way more money than him and the other girl. So I, I'm, I'm confused as to what you're mad at. But, you know, to the grown folks here who understand dialogue, thank y'all. To the clowns, we can just, you know what I'm saying, get them out of here, block them. You know what I'm saying? They can go cry a river elsewhere. We're, we're going to look at both sides, point blank, period. And when I see weird stuff, I'm going to call it out. The mother is way too involved. Something is not right. Even when I would watch their podcast periodically, it just felt weird. Like I understand a couple podcasts, but the mother is like right there hovering. So it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. The whole situation is sad and I hate it for her because again, like I said, she's never been involved in drama and I hate the fact that this is affecting her brand. You know, as like a young black girl that I've watched grow up and she's positive, she's a good role model. You've never heard her attached to no mess. So I feel really bad that she's going through this, but I'm not gonna ignore other stuff just because. I'm not that much of a fan where I'm about to just ignore, you know what I'm saying, other evidences. So if that's what y'all want, this ain't the channel for you, Pooh. Move around. Somebody said, is the mother married? I don't know, because I think in one, yeah, I do feel like she's a helicopter parent. Um, in one of the podcasts, she was saying that her parents had been together for like 20, 30 years. But 
I, I don't ever really see her dad, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. But yeah, something is definitely going on. Something is going on. The whole thing is just really disturbing. So now, um, thank you, Jen J. I appreciate you, love. Let me read a few more Super Chats. Ooh, it's almost 9 o'clock. Well, we still talking, child. We got over 9,000 people in the house. I'm not ready to go yet, okay? So, because I still got to talk about a bit more. Um, let's see here. Kiki Harris says, hey, T, off topic, but how do you feel about people saying Ice Spice has Down syndrome because of the shape of her eyes? Um, yeah, I don't know why they're saying that. Um, she doesn't have Down syndrome. That's clearly apparent. And not everybody has, like, I, I don't know, like, how you would describe it, like, normal-shaped eyes. Like, I have weird-shaped eyes. Like, I don't think, I used to get made fun of because I have bigger eyes. I don't have, like, almond-shaped. I used to always want, like, almond-shaped eyes when I was a kid, you know, because I always got made fun of for having big eyes. Like, everybody doesn't have, like, I don't know, like, just normal, small eyes. So I think Ice Spice is pretty. Yeah, I don't think her eyes look like she has Down syndrome at all. I think people are just being mean, you know what I'm saying? But people got to understand people's eye shapes come in all different eye shapes. You know, it took me years to, like, get used to my eyes. And now that I'm older, I love my big eyes. But, yeah, when I was younger, I hated them. I was like, I wanted, like, surgery to make them smaller. You know, like, when you have almond-shaped eyes, people want them bigger, you know, they you have people who do like the double eyelid surgery. And then when you have big eyes, you want them smaller. And then once you get to a certain age, you just don't care, child. You'd be like, whatever, honey. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just think it's people being messy. I don't think she has anything wrong with her. I think, yeah, uh, like Sheena says, every person is unique. And that's what makes people unique. You know what I'm saying? Our different features, our different aesthetics and things like that. So thank you for the super chat, love. Um... Uh, Serenly Ascending, sorry if I mispronounced that, sent five, says, thank you for all you do from a Scorpio. Happy birthday, Scorpio season. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, Buttercup the Baddie, sent 999, says, if, I, if Rock was smart, she'd reach out to James and beg for mercy, pay for the expenses, and check herself into AA and anger management. Who wants to raise their child behind bars? Yeah. But again, you have to be humble. And that's the problem. People have gassed her up so much that she's just arrogant now. She's not humble. And all that God talk, I'm over it. I get tired. Like she, there's her and there's another person. They're always bringing up God. Like at this point, I'm trying to figure out what God do you worship? Because my God don't have me out here beating up people, starting fights, drinking, acting a fool. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, all, I'm at this point, I want to know what God she serves because she's always crying and hollering about God. So, yeah, she needs to grow up. Um, let's see here. Janice sent 499 says, have you seen that Whoopi Goldberg clip that's gone viral? If you have, what are your thoughts? It's pronounced Jana. No, I haven't seen it. I don't know what happened to Whoopi. I've been I've been out of the loop. What, let me see if I can Google real quick. I don't know what happened to Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg blames millennials and Gen Z for what? Whoopi Goldberg feels lucky to be alive if she's turned 68. Hold on. This was two days ago. Okay, let's watch this and see like what, why she viral. Let me try and pull it up. 
aging is a privilege. I don't think that what's controversial about her. Y'all got to tell me because I don't want to just pull up a random video. I really don't care what Whoopi has to go, what she has to say. What did she say? If anybody knows. Yeah, unless y'all know what she said, I'm not, I don't, you know, I guess she turned 68. Um, that's a blessing, but I don't want to listen to that clip. She says millennials don't want to work. Oh, that's the controversial clip. Okay, let me see if I can find that because this one that came up was about her birthday. Okay, here we go. Millennials worth ethic. Okay, we can watch that. I'll watch that. Let's see what she has to say. And I probably agree with her. It's not all millennials, but it's definitely a good majority. But let's see. Let me share my screen really quick here. Issues here is that when I read the article, it seemed to me that they're sitting out the window saying, I'm going to become an EGOT. Well, you did a lot more than that, right? You didn't just look out of a window. Or I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be a star. Instead of I'm going to be an actor. you got to put some hustle with you your delusion. you got to put some hustle with your delusion. Like, that's a good name for a dog. But here's the, thing about, here's the thing about all of this. Young people have to know that it is very hard. It's hard. It's always yes, been yes. hard. It will always be hard because that's the nature of moving forward. You're always moving through something. You're always moving, trying to get where you need to be. I just want you to be realistic and understand if you want a house, you can't work a four-day work week. You have to work longer. Is that why they mad at you? Is that why they mad at you? They're mad at me. Yeah, well, they're mad at me about a lot of stuff, but this is what I, this is, but they can't prove me wrong. Okay, so there was some type of earlier show. I hate when they show the responses but not the initial. Let me. Okay, so basically she's just saying that um, millennials need to work harder. You can't get it with a four-hour work week. So she's talking about them being lazy. I, you know, I'm gonna say this because I had to watch the full clip, and I don't. I guess that was her response to being drug. Let me see if I can. Um, Hold on here. I'm going to see if I can find the clip on YouTube. Because I would like to see exactly what she said, because that response was trash. Let's see what comes up. Okay. Gen Z and millennials, Whoopi Goldberg implies that Gen Z is lazy. We don't need to watch a whole 11 minutes, though. I just want something quick. Okay, good. Here goes the short. Ooh, thank God for YouTube shorts. Okay, let me share this tab here. Give me just a second. Hopefully this is the clip, so let's see. We'll watch this short really quick here. Shocking allegations of domestic abuse. Come up. Hold on. That's not the right one. Where's the clip? Hold up. I just had it pulled up. Where did it go? Okay, let me do another search for it.
Okay. I just had the short. Okay, here goes the... I just want a short clip that goes straight to the point. Okay, she has on the blue sweater here. Okay, we're going to try it again. Apparently millennials and Gen Z have a... Okay, here it is. Sorry about that. I don't know why the Kiki one came back up. Okay, here it is. All right, let's watch this really quick. Much different view of the American dream than past generations. Data shows that soaring inflation, student debt, and limited room for advancement in the workplace has made them feel that milestones like affording a home, starting a family, excelling within the corporate structure are out of reach. Does every generation feel this way at some point? I say yes. Every generation comes and wants to do better than their parents did. Every generation. But I'm sorry, if you only want to work four hours, it's going to be harder for you to get a house. Apparently, millennials and Gen Z have a much different view of the American dream than past generations. Data shows that soaring okay. inflation... So that's basically what she's saying. Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say that I disagree with her. Um, I do feel like a lot of young people nowadays, not all, of course, they do kind of want the easy route. Like they'd rather, you know, do TikTok or, you know, be on YouTube or be famous. Um, that's more or less the goal for a lot of people. But we also have to be realistic too. Like I get why a lot of them feel kind of defeatist. Look at what we're handing them. Like you can't even compare the things that they're going through in 2023 compared to like how we grew up in like the early 2000s like the price of food, the cost of living, you know? So I don't think like the fears of like millennials is unfounded. You know, I get them being like, you know, just sucks. Like look at the age that we're growing up in. You know, we may never get a chance to buy a house. Look at the interest rate, you know, things like that. So they're dealing with a whole set of problems that we didn't necessarily have to deal with, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So, I, you know, I do see some of that, where, yeah, you do have some people in that generation that are lazy. They want the easy way out. They just, you know, want to be on TikTok. They're obsessed with selfies. But that's not a majority. That's not a majority of Gen Z. That's not a majority of millennials. A lot of people just want to go to school, get their degree, you know, make decent money. But it's like, well, why go to school? Why get in debt? Why get my degree? And then I get out and there's no job for me or the job barely wants to pay. Meanwhile, the cost of living, my apartment is high, but the, the income is not incoming with what the cost of living is. So I definitely get it. So I think like to just dismiss it and just say like, oh, they're just lazy and they don't wanna work or they just wanna work a four hour a week workday. It's not that simple. I think if the money was there and the economy was better and things weren't super expensive, they would not mind working five, six days a week, but it's almost like, what am I working super hard for when I don't even know what the future is going to be? So that's, that's how I look at it more or less, you know, cause we have these conversations all the time on discord. And one thing I always tell young people is that you have to stop comparing yourself to people twice your age. You have to understand that when we grew up our situation, of course it wasn't easy, but we also weren't dealing with the same set of problems that you guys are dealing with. And you also cannot compare yourself to somebody who is 20 years older than you. Because that person who is 20 years older than you had a 20 year head start. And that's what a lot of young people forget. So sometimes the position that you're at, at like 22, 23, 
it's okay. It's okay for you to not have a Lambo by the time you're 25. It's okay for you to not own your home by the time you're 25. Like you got to stop putting these expectations of if I don't have this by the time I'm 30, I'm nothing. Because that's not true. Just because the people that you see on TV, like the Real Housewives, have all this money, also understand a lot of those women are in their 40s and 50s. They've had a 20, 25, 30-year head start on you. So everything works at the time for you and at the pace that it's going to work at. So just remember that. Don't let anybody, like, you know, bring you down and act like you're lazy and you're not, you know, working hard enough because I know a lot of millennials that are busting their ass and it's hard. You know, like y'all have taught me a lot because I used to be so shocked. Like, why do so many of y'all still live with y'all's parents? You know, I didn't get it. And, you know, I have kids that are still living with me. But I was out the house by the time I was 18. But then, you know, they would tell me like, T, it's not like when you were a kid when you could just move into your own apartment and all you needed was first month's rent. Now these kids, they need first month's rent, deposit, last month's rent. So just to move out, you need three grand. We never needed that when we needed an apartment. The most we needed was a few hundred dollars. You were in there. So I think if we're going to have an honest conversation, we have to look at all aspects. We, it's very dismissive to just say they're lazy and they just want to be on TikTok all day. Yes, some of them, but that's not the majority. So I hope that answered your question, um, J uh, Jana. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate it because, yeah, inflation is no joke right now. Like, literally, you can spend $100 at the grocery store and it looks like you did nothing. You know, so it is. It's a lot. And Thanksgiving is right around the corner. It is insane. Uh, so let me see here. Uh, Mufasa's illegitimate son. <laughs> I don't know why that name just cracked me up. Okay, so he sent $10. Thank you so much. Uh, he says, Krishan will never be an A-list Hollywood famous like she wants to be, preaching about it's God's work when the devil works too. I love you, sexy T. Thank you so much. And I agree. That's why I'm like, she keeps bringing up God, but what God are you serving? Because the things that she's doing constantly is very devilish to me. So it makes me question, like, what God are you really serving? Because you just constantly screaming out God, but your actions say otherwise. It makes me question who you're really serving. So thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, Trixie Wilson sent five, says, welcome back, T. It's good to see you, miss you. You look gorgeous tonight, sending lots of blessings and love and light, good health to you and your family. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Uh, Tiniest Little Kiwi sent $10. She sent a super sticker that says number one fan. Thank you so much, sis. Good seeing you. Um... Let's see here. Uh, Paladine Cruz sent $10 says, as a millennial, I'm 30, kids, mortgage, etc. They think we are like 14 to 21 and lazy. Our generation of 18-year-olds were deployed during the height of conflict. How are we lazy? Gen Z ain't us. Mm. Yes, I agree. You know, it's so easy to look down on the next generation, but um, no. I know too many millennials and Gen Zs who are working super, super hard. So y'all keep it up and don't let anybody, you know what I'm saying, make you feel bad for where you are at in life. You know what I'm saying? It's only up. You just got to keep working and striving. But don't ever feel guilty because you're not on the same level as an influencer. 
that's not realistic. That's no, you know, comparing yourself to an influencer is like comparing yourself to Beyonce, right? We can't all sing and dance like Beyonce. That's like comparing yourself to LeBron James. We can't all dribble and play basketball and have LeBron James' skills. So remember, don't compare yourself to people who are the anomaly. You know what I'm saying? You need to look at people who are the norm, who are in your field, who are in your vicinity, your neighbors, you know, your schoolmates, things like that. Um, let me see here. That Ninja's Lion Sis in 499 says, uh, as a Gen Z, I work and go to school full time for a bachelor's in accounting. You need three times a monthly rent, which is $1,800. Who my age even has that? Exactly. Exactly. No, I definitely agree. Uh, let's see here. Jesse Adams says, thank you, T. A few years ago, my job was more than enough to afford a simple apartment. Now that now that rent over the years has gone up from 1000 to $2,000. Yes. Yep, that's what's happening all over the country. So like I said, I think the conversation, it has to go deeper. It's too dismissive to just, you know, apply it to they're lazy. So but thank you for that. Okay, so before I go, because I've been on here for an hour and 25 minutes, we got to talk about this situation with Benzino and Coyle Ray. It's getting kind of ugly. Um, oh, yeah, and I also want to talk about D1. Okay, so we got two stories to hit on. Okay, so let's talk about Benzino and Coyle Ray, then I'm going to get back to D1. Um, so Coyle Ray did an interview recently with Angie Martinez. I didn't watch it, um, so I just didn't watch it. But Benzino feels a way about it, and he also feels like Coyle Ray is disrespecting him as a father, and he's put in too much work to allow his daughter to disrespect him. So we're going to watch that video really quick here. Let me go ahead and try and pull it up. Okay, okay, here it is. All right, let me share my tab. For a year, I called you for some money. I made you. You didn't make me. And right, I called Ray Ray and everybody else. I'm supposed to. Who the fuck else am I supposed to call? What the fuck is the matter with this generation and you kids, man? Y'all are. Y'all are. Angie knew what she was doing. She don't like me. Angela Yee knew what she was doing. She don't like me. But you had no problem with disrespecting the fucking man that brought you here. I had you, you didn't have me. My career, I did a fucking things. Amazing things. I'm proud of what you're doing, but Corey, you ain't done this shit or made the money that I made. You couldn't walk in my fucking Adidas for an hour. How can you get on here and say that you're a clout? I'm using you for clout. Corey, Corey. Your first record was disrespecting me. I called you for. Yeah, I called you for some money. This record that Universal allowed was you disrespecting your father. And that narrative of me not being there and you was had to come out and sell drugs and you had to overcome all these obstacles. No. 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 You was bad. Your mother sent you down to live with me in Atlanta. You couldn't cope with that because I wasn't going for the shit that she goes for and went for so i don't know if there was some uh anger because of that but that's all i that's all how i knew to be a father 
how am I using you as a clout kid? Do you know, Coy, when me and your mother broke up, the $800,000 new house in Upper Saddle River, not Saddle River, we moved from the mansion to Upper Saddle River. Remember, I got indicted by the feds and I lost everything. I got indicted by the feds and I lost everything. Now, I just reckon that Universal allowed was you fuck the music industry. The street is there for me. I take my right back to Boston or any block in this country and get it. Cause that's what I did, for real. But I, but we started Hip Hop Weekly. We moved on. I moved to Miami. But I gave your mother. Fuck the music industry. How long is this the rant? Street is there for me. Go online and just. To create craziness for no reason make up things try to make it seem like i'm i just don't it just has to stop and if you notice it has been a pattern for some time now a pattern for some time now a pattern since he went on clubhouse and did the whole blick blick situation and leaked and leaked the fact that i had the record with nikki since he went and tried to downplay my album sales on trendsetter since he went and tried to like it just seems like every single time instead of you congratulating me and be happy for me you want to go online and try to use me to prove yourself to these people in this industry on why you feel like you didn't get the respect or whatever it is that you deserve i don't want to be your clout kid i don't want to be your clout kid i'd rather us again just hit me offline hit our family and other than that let's just i'll never ever ever mention anything in any more interviews ever again internet and you get on the internet and you try to play this, I don't know, you try to just whatever. Try to downplay me, try to make it play victim, try to make it seem like I'm attacking you, try to make it seem like my intentions is to hurt you and that's never the case here. I don't have to get on here and lie about struggle. I don't think anybody wants to do that. But yeah, I think that's corny. I have a mugshot. I asked my mom, I, you know, I'm not gonna, we don't even wanna put my other family in this cause I think that's kind of not what I'm here for. If I don't get on here and say something and it takes me everything in me to get on live and do this, especially again, in the most pr precious times of my career. But for some reason, these blogs, right? Like my entire career, it seems like they just been trying to take over my story, take over my narrative, take over my career. And if I don't say something, if I don't defend my internet and you get on it, I'm gonna allow these blogs to tell my story, to tell y'all who I am. And I don't think that's fair to me. Um, yep. I don't have to speak on this ever again. Um, he made it very clear. All right, please, Don. Girl, bye. All right, we're out. Like, it's just, it's too much between her and the daddy. Please take us out the group chat. I'm so tired of Benzino and Coy, and I love Coy Ray. I, I really like Coy Ray. But I'm so tired of this. Bad. They've been going back and forth literally for like the past two years on social media. At this point, I think they're both using each other for clout. Because they won't stop talking about each other. Like, just keep it moving. Y'all are, fa you know, father and daughter you know, call each other, text each other directly, but they always bring it onto social media. I'm just over it. They both get the tiny violin from me. Get up out of here. Keep us out the group chat at this point. And what's so funny, you know, Benzino's like, um, you know, I have every right to ask you for money. Um, he looks like he's really like down bad. And at one point in time, Benzino was like really rich. Like he looks like he's going through it. 
you know, and so there was like a big debate on the shade room. Like, you know, do parents have the right to ask their kids for money? I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se, especially if you're a kid and you have it. You know, sometimes you try and look out for your parents, but I hate when parents have a sense of entitlement that because they gave birth to you, like sometimes somehow you owe them everything. You know, it's like, no, I don't owe you anything. Don't forget, you're the parent, I'm the child. You know, so like whatever Koi wants to do for him out of the kindness of her heart, that's great. And yeah, you know, it'd be nice if she looks out for him, but if she chooses not to look out for him, she technically doesn't have to because she's not his parent. He's the parent. He's supposed to be providing for her, you know? But I just think the whole thing is just sad. And he's like, oh, it's this generation and they're so disrespectful. You know, he has every right to ask his daughter. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But he has to understand that at the end of the day, the ball's in her court. If she chooses to give him some money and break him off, cool. And if she chooses to not, she has that choice to because you're the parent. You gave birth to her, just like he said. You know, she's not the parent. So... The whole situation's a hot mess. I hope they end up working it out because at the end of the day, this industry can be very dirty. It can be a very, you know, crazy place. And family should be everything, you know? When the fame is said and gone, when the money is said and done, you know, all you have really is your family. So hopefully they'll be able to figure this out and they won't let this break them. But they're both guilty of using each other, you know? Koi has talked about her father numerous times, and he's also talked about her. So they both have done it to each other. So to me, neither one of them are, are, are um, innocent. <laughs> Tiff said, next caller. I know, right? He was just going on and on. Um, Let me see here. So we got one more story I want to cover because I didn't get a chance to cover this when I was out. So I want to talk about D1. D1 is a rapper from New Orleans, and he is calling out, oh, I was so happy to hear another rapper, because we talk about this all the time on this channel, rappers not holding other male rappers accountable. Remember when Fabulous, he wanted to come out with that dusty think piece about Sexy Red and Cardi B and all these female rappers and how they're a bad influence on females? And I'm not saying that they're not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that young girls are not taking on their personas and wilding out. But my issue with Fabulous is um, your own daughter has a baby by G Bozo. Why are you not holding him accountable for all the you know goofy stuff that he does? And it's like male rappers never hold each other accountable. So when D1 basically called out um, Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and Jim Jones, I loved it. I was here for it. So we're going to go ahead and listen to the audio of D1 calling them out. We're also going to listen to Rick Ross's response and Jim Jones' response as well. Because you know you can't hold a rapper accountable for anything without them deflecting. So we're going to go ahead and listen to this really quick. So give me a chance here to pull this up. So this will be the last video of the night here. All right, here we go. Jim Jones, you could do better, brother. I love you too much. I love you too much to not be honest with you. Rick Ross, you could do better, brother. Meek Mill, you could do better, brother. I love you too much not to be honest with you. Are you the face of prison reform? Because I held, uh, are you the face of prison reform? Or are you sitting here on your new song with Ross talking about getting somebody murked and shot at the red light? Which one is it, bro? Which one is it, bro? Because I did a shoe giveaway 
in my city and gave out 1,300 pairs of your shoes because they said reform underneath them. And I love that you partnered with, with a major shoe company and, and you out here pushing prison reform. But now I got to sit here like, man, this man glorifying getting people killed as of a week ago. Like, what are you doing, bro? Lil Snoop really got killed. That broke your heart. You wear him around your neck. What? Why are you glorifying the same thing when my best friend got killed? When Carl got killed, New Orleans know who I'm talking about. When Carl got killed and I had to go to his funeral and read the eulogy and be part of the funeral. And I got back in my causeway after the funeral and I turned on my music and I realized I'm listening to music that's glorifying the same stuff that just happened to my best friend. Mm -hmm. It gave me chills. And I needed that moment. That was my come to Jesus moment of like, D, you got to do something different, brother, because because you have a taste for this poison, but you, you're attracted to the poison. And rap is great. The rap game, hip hop industry is great at cooking up some delicious poison. I don't call you out because I got a problem with you, man. Like, I wish we could go get lunch right now, me and any of them. I love you too much to not be honest with you. There you go. That's what it is, bro. Yeah. And so if anybody... Yeah, if anybody feel bad about being called out, it's like let let's talk, let's uh let let's talk, let's talk about it, and and, let, and let's just figure out what we can do better. But at the end of the day, guess what's not changing? The word of God ain't changing. Okay. Uh, there's death and life in the power of the tongue, Proverbs eighteen and twenty one. That's not changing. And trying with this foolish argument that it's just it's just entertainment this ain't real mm -hmm. how many more people gotta die in the hood man how many how many people at the end of the day lives gotta get ruined and and poisoned and how many rappers gotta get killed for us to be like come on man when it's hip-hop it's a whole culture and and it's implied that this is autobiographical and this is non-fiction tales that people are telling how, how much does that have to happen so don't hit me with that People just don't want to confront the reality of this stuff, man. Don't you can do better, Rick Wrong. You can do better. I gotta see you do better. Wait, wait. Little man, whoever you is, until you feed the kids where you from for 20 years straight. Don't question Rose. Wait, wait. Until you buy 10,000 bikes, 10,000 trikes. Give all the young girls who pregnant pampers for Christmas for 20 years straight. Don't question boss. You heard me, little man? Get that basket off your head so you could think clear, little man. You going viral for speaking things, not because of your talent, not because of your gift. Go viral, player, off of your, your, your wisdom that you're sharing. You're speaking all day. You heard me, me, Bill? You said, boy, you know how I many died this summer? They released self-destruction. It's dying right now. It's don't make it to see in the morning. Get that basket off your head, boy, and come together with real the world so when your grandma need a kid since you want your grandma need a kid since you want to go viral i'm gonna show you how to go viral little man but go viral feeding them kids in your hood go viral christmas time now don't be there jim jones jim jones just gave away goddamn six figures worth of clothes in his hood who talking looking vegan knowing you eat more goddamn bigly wiggly bacon than any other Oh, yeah, shut up. I really, 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 really do a lot yeah. for the people. Mm -hmm. he, he talked about lyrics. I don't care about none of that. Okay. In real life, in a real life, I do a lot for the people. Miss me with the rhetoric about what I do in my music. I get money off my music. Don't tell me how to make my dollars. You got to watch whose names you mentioning out here. Mm -hmm. You heard? Yeah. Because my little cousin might not like how you mention my name. Mm-hmm.
You heard? And then he might want to slap a dread out your head just because he don't understand that you're using my name for fame and he don't understand that. Yeah. There's a certain way to go about certain things when you're using certain people's name. When you do certain things, it's a reaction for every action. What's what the best be? way? It's out now. There ain't no best way to have a conversation. He got to see me when he see me now. Okay. You know? If he reached he out. Had, he, had, he had the chance. He could have reached out. That, that avenue of talking to me is out. That's out? You heard? I had the same conversation with Farrakhan. Mm. How did that go? He summoned me. Uh-huh. For saying his name. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. You did? Yeah. If you know now what you're talking about, young man, let me school you to what you're doing. Well, yeah, it is music. So, in a bit of music, you do get. Yeah, you, you do get it. what you get. You heard? But mm -hmm. we still in the entertainment business. But miss me with the bullshit. You heard? When you see me, keep your hand down. You heard? Where you from? New Orleans? No. Don't Orleans. play with me like that. People from New Orleans already call me. You heard? You preacher. Get out of here. Be told to. No, was that king? Be told. So we ain't gonna get into that. I He's been putting in work for years. Yeah. And he's, right. he, yeah, he, he's been all over the country. He's for, obviously, you're not working for him because he's using other people's name. If he was doing something from his heart, he shouldn't use nobody else's name if you've been outside doing that work. That, that's it. I, I don't want to go back and forth. I just want y'all to know he's been in, he's done work. He does work in a different area. Right, keep, yeah. doing, keep doing work. You heard? Okay. Leave me, leave me out of that. You heard? I promise you, leave me out of that. I'm scared for anybody that bothers me. I don't want no problem. I don't want no drama. I don't want you to mention my name because I don't want no drama. I don't want to get an attitude because you mentioned my name for no reason. I don't even want to get into that. Okay. But no, I'm, I, you know, I, I guess I, I start I start glitching and shit like that. You heard? But you got me very upset about this, bro. Let me know what you do besides preaching to the people, bro. You heard? When you want to do something, something positive and, and, and do something for the people instead of talking, holler at me, bro. Rick Ross! First of all, I love you, brother, and I want you to know that because you sounded a little upset in your video reply to me, but I love you too much to not be honest with you, and right now, you're deflecting. I was talking about your lyrical content, and you talking about turkeys. I'm talking about you as a hip-hop OG still glorifying murder and drug dealing in your music, and you talking about turkeys? Bro, more people are streaming your music than eating your turkeys. You can believe that, brother. Oh, then you can make fun of my accent and my hair, brother. That's lightweight, you hear me? What am I doing to help my community? Well, my whole adult life, I've been a middle school teacher. Now I'm a full-time hip-hop artist. Just dropped my 10th album. It's called Uno. You should check it out, actually. I've helped to give out hundreds of thousands of dollars in college scholarships for students around this country. Done financial literacy tours year after year, brother. Shoe drives, toy drives, voter registration rallies, prison ministry. I'm currently a professor at Tufts University teaching the intersection of hip-hop and social change. And I'm a fellow at Harvard University. Ultimately, I'm just trying my best to do God's work in this industry, bro. David said, won't I go viral? 
viral with my own content. Brother, you a little late to the party. I've been successful for a while, man, and not having to glorify the things that's harmful to our community. Could you do that? I'm curious. Bro, I work with some of the same artists as you, The Game, Lupe, Big Crit, Juvenile, Manny Fresh, Currency, Kevin Gates, uh, Sway, Charlamagne. These people know me, man. So as black men, let's do our best to do God's work and not glorify what's holding us down, man. All right. <laughs> The comment section got me dying. Somebody said, anybody check up with them lemon pepper flappers? Talking about Rick Ross's, um, you know, his little chicken wing spot, wing stop. He said, more people know you for your, for your murder music than your turkeys. He's not lying. And this is sad. Once again, deflection, deflection, deflection. And did Jim Jones just threaten that man? Did he just talk about wrinkling his shirt? Like, damn, that's... Like, all because he said you need to change your music, put out more positive music, and your response is, you need to keep a name out your mouth before I wrinkle your shirt. Like, was that a threat, sir? Like, it is not that serious. You know, my thing is this. At the end of the day, I don't think D1 is saying anything wrong. Um, you know, you can't serve two masters, like I always say on this channel. You cannot serve two masters. You, you got to pick one eventually. And I'm not saying, like, there's... I'm not saying that there's anything wrong per se with, you know, having the freedom to rap about what you want to rap about. But can we also be honest about the consequences? Can we also be honest that, you know, a lot of the low vibrational rap lyrics, and I don't care if it's coming from the men or coming from the women, um, it does do things for the community. It does do things to the community. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these rappers are putting out a message in their music that a lot of them are not even living. Like you're rapping all this murder, murder, kill, kill type music, but you got security, you're living in a mansion, you're no longer on old block. So like, who are you murdering and killing? Like, you know what I mean? So it's just sad. Like as soon as somebody is holding a mirror, you know, called accountability to hip hop, it's all these excuses and I'm giving away turkeys. Oh, you know, I was giving out turkeys and shit. Who cares if you're giving out turkeys when you're still selling destruction? You know, just like he was calling out Meek Mill. Oh, and you know Meek Mill has something to say, child. Let me see if I have Meek Mill's response on my desktop. Let me see if I still have it. Because he was um, upset about his response. Um, let me see. Is it here? Oh, yeah. Here it is. Let me show y'all what Meek Mill had to say. You know, he has something to say, child. So this was Meek Mill's response to D1. Meek says, nah, we do everything, LOL. I was rapping this way when I became the face of reform. That's how I got there. Y'all forget that fast. Meek, a lot of people from Philly were leaving comments on Instagram basically saying that your music has been a detriment to the community and that is why the murder rate is so high, not just because of his music, of course, but, you know, the seeds that he's planted and he does not be in Philly like that. You know, he's in the safety of his home, but that music that he made is still very, very popular. So, and again, it's not to like, you know, necessarily not these rappers. Cause yeah, I like Meek Mill's music. I like some of his songs and stuff like that. But let's keep it real. There's not a balance. Like I think if there was more of a balance or if the good stuff and the positive stuff got promoted just as much as like the murder, murder, kill music, then it wouldn't be as many complaints. Like when we were growing up, like I always tell y'all, like back in the day, 
you know, we had all that. You had the NWAs who were talking about, you know, murder, murder, kill, kill, and, you know, dope man and F the police. But then you also had groups like Arrested Development. You had Digital digital Planets. You had, you know, there were so many choices. So if you didn't want to listen to NWA, you had Public Enemy. You had, you know, more uplifting stuff as well. But in this day and age, there's none of that. Just like back in the day, you had the Trinas, you had the Foxies, Little Kims, but you also had Queen Latifah. You also had, you know, other positive female rappers. Whereas nowadays, yeah, you may have Rhapsody, but nobody's quoting her lyrics. But I'm seeing kindergartners talking about ski. And I'm like, what is this? Why are they all in school talking about ski? You know, so it's like, it's like the most low vibrational stuff gets pushed. But if we really want to have a real conversation, while it's also easy to blame the rappers because again, right, they need to be held accountable for what they put out there. We also, like I always say, what about the label execs? You know, they also need to be held accountable as well because again, the music that gets pushed is what they want to put out there. And a lot of the positive music does not get pushed. So it's like just one big circle. But I just like the fact that as another rapper in the game, that he's actually calling out these rappers' names. And they can get as mad as they want to. But again, it's just deflection. Because at the end of the day, it's no different than when Keith Lee went to Atlanta. Yeah, I remember I did the whole Keith Lee breakdown before, you know, I got sick or whatever. Um, when he went down to Atlanta and he was holding a lot of people accountable. Am I freezing again? Am I froze? I feel, okay. I guess my stream is over. It seems like once I hit the two hour mark, everything freezes up. Hold on, let me see. It's like everything, I just seen like the whole chat is putting freeze emojis. So I don't know what it is. It's something about everything freezing up once. Okay, can y'all see me? I don't know. I feel like once I hit the two-hour mark, everything just freezes. Yeah, and they dropped my views. We had like 10,000 people in here, and it's dropped down to 8,000. Can y'all see and hear me? I don't know what's been going on with YouTube lately with that. It's like as soon as I hit two hours, everything freezes up. It's been happening like the last three streams. And I talked to my YouTube manager about it, and they're like, we don't know why that's happening. I'm like, y'all never know shit. <laughs> okay, I think I'm back. I think I'm not frozen. I was trying to make a good point and then everything like just crashed on me. 
I can't see the chat, so I don't even know. Hold on. Let me click on live chat, see if it comes up. Okay. All right. Okay, y'all can see me. I'm back. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yep, they dropped my numbers. Now I'm down to 6,000 viewers. I was at 10,000 people. YouTube sucks. Yeah, I had a whole meeting with my manager. I'm like, I don't know why it's doing that. It's like every time it gets to like, when I'm getting ready to hit two hours, it's like, oh, you've talked too much. Get the hell off our platform. Like everything just freezes and crashes and it's been happening more and more. So I don't know. Yeah, I dropped from 10K to 6K, but it's all good. We know what we had, you know, but um, like I was saying, I'm just glad that D1 caught out the rappers and he just spoke his truth. I don't think he said anything wrong because again, Think about it. When Fabulous was calling out the female rappers, all the guys were co-signing it. Like, nobody was like, oh, Fabulous, I'm going to wrinkle your shirt. Jim Jones wasn't cussing out Fabulous, you know? And most of the girls didn't even say anything back. They just, you know, were like, okay, that's his opinion and kept it moving. So I think it's only right that somebody calls out the guys as well. And hopefully, you know, they'll start making better music and, you know, more high vibrational stuff. Or maybe that's just wishful thinking. I don't know. But we'll have to wait and see. I'm going to read the rest of these super chats. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. Um, Crystal Washington sent $2. Says, like, the ones giving kids money and crack. Oh, I think you're talking about um, the rappers, I'm assuming. So thank you for the super chat. Um, that good Juju sent 4 dollars Says, I kind of felt something was going on when you didn't go live. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It definitely feels good to be back. So thank you. Uh, Jennifer Balfour and $5 says, hey, I wanted to stop by and show you support. I'm glad you're feeling well. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Uh, Sheena C. sent $4.99 says, the economy is shitty. I make a decent living and I live in New Jersey. The APR set by the feds now is ridiculous. Your mortgage will cost you a fortune. That is so true. And I don't know when it's going to drop. It's like, it's super high now. They claim they're going to drop it, but I doubt it. If they do, it won't be until well into 2024. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline in 2024. So definitely, you know what I'm saying? Just stay on top of everything. So thank you for that. Um, I think I read that earlier. Okay, Katrina Rodriguez sent $9.99. She says, I think most of these societal expectations of obtaining the American dream is strictly based off of American values. I think it's the main cause of stress, crime, and suicide, in my opinion. Wow. That's a really good point. You know, that's why I said I feel like everybody needs to work at their own pace and stop comparing themselves to the Joneses. Because what's for somebody is for somebody and what's for you is for you. And when you spend your time constantly looking at what somebody else has and comparing yourself, you're just going to drive yourself crazy, you know, after a while. So I definitely agree with that. So thank you. Uh, let's see here. Kiosha sent five says, not only do we need three grand for a deposit money, but also having good credit is hindering us too. Yes. That's another thing too, building up that credit. Okay, so I think I got everyone. So you guys, thank you once again for coming to the stream. I know it's late. It's almost 10 o'clock at night, but I couldn't get on until late. But I hope you guys enjoyed this stream. Um, I'm definitely, I feel better. I'm going to, you know, keep taking care of myself. 
So I will be back again. I'll probably drop some more content. What is today? Wednesday. I'll try and drop some content tomorrow. I'm trying to get back into editing and everything else. Um, let me see here. Forever Your Leo just sent $9.99. Says, Miss GT, but happy you're doing okay. Your health is always important. Random, did you see the, Damon, the Draymond Green fight? No. Oh, I'm going to have to Google that. I didn't know he got into a fight. I didn't see that. No, I've been I've been so out the loop, so I'm still trying to catch up with everything. But thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you, sis. Um, Simply Nason, 499, says, Hey, T, I'm glad you're doing better. How do you feel about Andre, Andre through 3000 dropping a flute album and not a rap one? I think it's for good vibrations. I didn't know that. But um, I'm team clarinet, so... Uh, I mean, I'll check it out. Y'all know I listen to instrumentals. I love the saxophone. One of my favorite saxophone players, he's on YouTube and he plays um, My Heart Will Go On. Anything instrumental with that plays My Heart Will Go On is like my favorite. I can listen to it on clarinet, flute, saxophone. So I would definitely check it out, but I'm still team clarinet. So hopefully he'll drop a clarinet album. So I love instrumentals. So thank you for letting me know. I'm definitely going to look into that more. Um, and then last before I go, the last stream I had, uh, Yo Mama's Papa's, they, was it them? Yeah, it was them. They sent like several hundred dollars and I just wanted to thank you because it came after like my stream got shut down. So thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciated that. I didn't get to shout you out last week because I saw it after the fact. So um, everybody, thank you guys. I hope I read everybody's super chats. Thank you all for just supporting my channel and coming through tonight. Hope you guys enjoyed this stream. Everybody have a good night and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.